Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Redman TV. It's the build-up show for the Watford game after the United game. Ben, mm-hmm. we need to bounce back after United. We absolutely do. Um, we just done the Man of the Match podcast and you, know, you guys talked about how you don't want to talk about Man United anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think the best course of action here is just go, we need to bounce back after United. All three of us say, yes, we do. And then we'll talk about Watford. I think that's probably the best way of going about this. Well, I mean, we've kind of got to yeah. mention United, which is know, the, the hard yeah. part. Um, Leanne? The attack needs to start performing. It's two games now. It's been the Bayern game, the United game, where it just didn't click for some reason. And we need to start firing again there, don't we? Yeah, I think with the amount of injuries United had, especially in that first 25 minutes, it was the the weirdest game I've seen this season. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have said Klopp was wrong to kind of suggest that that's why we play badly. But it does affect your rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, the challenge Liverpool had was to try and build up ahead of steam in a game where it was kind of impossible. So that didn't help the front three, but you're looking at players like Genie and Cater uh, who didn't even play, didn't even come on. Yeah. And that's the kind of game where you need someone to be bursting from midfield to give them service. We didn't have that. Salah, I thought, was really poor again. Yeah. Uh, worse than Bayern Munich, probably. Um, and, and Mane as well. A lot of people were saying that's going to be his game. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't deliver. Yeah. Um, credit to United, the way they defended. But yeah, it was bad performance from the front three. I mean, Ross, in terms of that, then... Do you think it was tactical in terms of how, like, because we lined up on the edge, we're not going to do that against Watford, surely. I mean, obviously it depends on how they set up against us, but do you see us kind of letting Salah and Mane get a bit more deeper and then run at players like we know that they're very, very good at doing? Do you want to see more of that yourself? I think it depends on how Watford set up. I think you need to assess the game 10, 15 minutes in. Like, I know it's difficult when you play United making so many changes and stuff, but we've seen we've played like Brighton and there was another team I can't remember and he, nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. And then second half, Salah dropped deep. And in the next game, he started deeper Well, from the start again. And things were working out because he was able to pick up the ball. He was able to drag people out of position. Normally, as again, I said it before, you'd have Firmino in behind to yeah. create and do little one-touch passes and stuff. It's the in-game management that, that needs to change for me. We, we were doing the same thing over and over again. So we got to half-town and we stopped giving the ball to Milner and then we were trying something else different. But then it's keeping other people guessing as well. Like Watford is just saying, well, we tried one thing, it's not working. We've so many facets to our game. We can do something else and we, we can hurt you because we've got the quality of players to, to yeah. do it and we can switch wings. Um, we did have the ability to bring on Shakiri, which is, I know we talked about, I don't know why he didn't come on. Um, I think he'll start this, but you know, there's different options that we've got and we just don't seem to use it as often yeah. against Munich and Man United that we should have done. No, yeah, it's fair. I mean, there's a, there's a big blow in there. Obviously, you're talking about your Man United injuries. There's a reason why our attack wasn't yeah. very good against United, and it's Bobby Firmino getting subbed off. Is that is that going to be a massive factor for you? Do you think, Ben? Yeah, absolutely. I think he's. I think oh, he's up there in terms of important players. You know, mm-hmm. Salah gets the goals, but Firmino, in terms of linking everything up, 
especially when we play a 4-3-3, in terms of importance, is up there with Van Dijk and the goalkeeper for me. Yeah. Um, what what I miss about, really, about the front three, and, and Firmino may not play this week, I mean, you know, we've left him out of our teams, I think, um, it's, it's the fluidity of them. They seem they don't seem to be as moving moving across as much as they did last season. It seems as if you know, for me, if I was if I was the manager, I was playing four three three. I'd just say, well, you know, Firmino starting in the nine, but you don't necessarily you're never going to necessarily stay there. You know, just 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 move across. You don't see it as much now that Salah's coming over to the left mm-hmm. for ten minutes and and Mane's playing central, and that's that's really what contributed a lot last season to. You know, defenders struggling to keep up with what we were doing, really, because it was so fluid. And when you, especially when you bring on Sturridge, you lack that even more because Sturridge, Sturridge doesn't really do any of that. He doesn't do the running that, that the other two do, and certainly doesn't do the f- running for, that Firmino does. So, I think whoever we decide to bring in tomorrow, I'm hoping it's Shakiri, mm-hmm. and we play, we play. I say tomorrow, whenever this goes out um, on Wednesday night. It, I'm hoping it's Shaqiri because that allows us to play Salah central and you will get a little bit more fluid movement, particularly between him and Mane if he does that. Is that how you remedy that then? Yeah, and literally just put Salah in the centre? Do you trust Origi or Sturridge to come in and be able to make the same kind of impact that you need Bobby or Salah to do? Yeah, I think it's a really good point about the you know the interchanging of positions, but I also think with the United game that a big factor was James Milner. Mm-hmm. He was always the free man, always getting space out wide. Van Dijk picked him out several times. Yeah. But he didn't do anything with the ball. That's where you need someone like Trent. I can understand the decision, maybe because Rashford had him last game. But I think that's that's the case where United have got loads of injuries. They're kind of sitting back. You need your wide players to really get balls into the box. And it almost was like James Milner thought Andy Carroll was in the box. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, were yeah. back to the Roy Hodgson days of just hoofing it in and seeing what happens. And that's not really Liverpool's game at all. They need to be moving around. They need to be interchanging positions. And I think, yeah, Sturridge and Origi, if they do come in, they need to step up and do that. Whether they will, I'm mm. not sure. Yeah, no, I, it's a very good point, about actually, about the wings because that's something I love about Liverpool playing football is you're watching Robertson, who's got a fantastic ball on him. James Milner's got a good ball mm. usually. But the, the way that was so dangerous is them people getting overlapped. It's... Um, we, we, we didn't seem to get the hold-up play from Mane and Salah to then let them go to the byline, and it's them low balls across the box, like you say. Yeah. Them loop balls, United deck them up all day, and Watford will do the same because the Premier League side, aren't they? And, and, and they're really good. I mean, do you, do you bring Trent back into this into this game? Definitely, yeah. yeah. I don't think um, Milner can play so many games. I think sometimes, well, I think rather Milner for... Everton mm-hmm. at, at some level, even if he comes on a substitute, I think he's got that experience going into his business end of the season, that experience head, which is yeah, part of the reason why he played against United, yeah. as well as trying to get him put on toast by Rashford the last season. Um, he's a set-piece take, set taker as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he he, well, his delivery's normally quite good, but I, I, again, I think United credit to United for defensively the way they set up, and again, the movement of, that we lacked mm-hmm. contributed to him looking poor. There was a moment where he put a cross in, he turned around and was having a word and saying, you'll make some sort of movement for him because he can't do anything. Yeah. He's not one to go and beat a man like Trent. Trent can cut in on his left. We've seen against City and Great ping a ball, ball yeah. to, to the other side to, to Robertson. There's, there's a number of occasions that he's done that. Um, Trent starts for me. I think he's he's going to want to push on. He's at, he's at Anfield. We're going for the league title still. Um, and he'll be fresh. Yeah, no, that, that that is very true. I mean, Leanne touched on it before, Ben. It's them runners from midfield. Um, is that a case of look? Genie's played a lot of game time. He he did that against what game was it? Was it Bournemouth where Bournemouth. he loops the ball over yeah, the top? Yeah. Great running and beyond. Henderson did it a tiny bit against United, 
But is this one of them where you think Cater just comes in and and builds on his recent performances and and be be that link between midfield and attack that we do, we didn't have. Yeah, United. I think this is a game. I mean, we had a lot of ball, a lot of the ball against Man United, mm-hmm. but I think this is a game where we expect to have a lot of the ball, and therefore it suits Cater because when he's he does he does his best work when he's on, when he's got the ball, he's around the centre circle and he can drive forward. Henderson for me is better in a game where we don't have the ball because he reads the play very well. Mm-hmm. He makes a lot of tackles. He does a lot of running. Um, you know, he's he's good in games like this, but I, I think that's part of the reason that he took him off yesterday, um, rather than Wijnaldum. I think when he, when he made that substitution in the second half, um, there, there was a case for taking Wijnaldum off, but because we had so much of the ball, I think when Wijnaldum plays with Fabinho, that's that's our best two of the midfield. Um, so so I think I think we're better off playing Cater purely because, like I said, we're going to have a lot of the ball. We're going to be we're going to be the team applying most of the pressure, and I think Cater's that's where Cater. So you're is taking best. Henderson out of that midfield to put Cater um, in. Yes, I am. Yeah, I mean, is that your thinking as well, Leon? In terms of, do you want to see that Genie Fabinho midfield? Obviously, we've got the teams, and we'll speak about them in more yep. depth and detail later. But is Henderson the man who drops out for you in this game? Yeah, I think I think he is. It's not because of his performances against uh, United and against Bayern. I thought he was really good, especially against Bayern, but. Mm-hmm. I think Cater and Genie, they are a bit more dynamic going forward. They can find that link play, which you were talking about. And people say Cater's not got a goal or assist yet, but he did come very close against Bournemouth. Yeah. He is starting to turn the chains and starting to provide, um, you know, getting that communication with the front three yeah. as well. And um, this is the type of game where, as Ben said, the onus is very much, much on us to attack. And someone like Cater, he's going to be up for that. He's got a point to prove as well, having not played against United. So I think, it, yeah, I, feel, I do feel sorry for Henderson, but Cater has to come in. Fair enough. I mean, like I say, we will talk more in depth later, Ross, about the teams that we've picked. Last time out, when we played them, we played a midfield of Jordan Henderson, Jorginho Vinaldo, and I think it was one of the first times we'd seen them together in that two. And it worked really well. Look, we won 3-0. You've gone for the three in midfield this time. It, we tried that the past two games haven't we? And it's not really worked. But are you going to stick with that and hope that it, it sort of pays dividends from now on? Um, just touching on that interchangeability stuff. So you say four three three or four two three one. It's a fluid formation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wherever fair. you look at it, and you know whether you're in possession or out possession, there'll be in game management again. There'll be times where I've, the reason I picked Genie and Alden was because. I think he can make runs forward and Keita can stay behind him or Fabinho can make runs forward and you've got Genie behind him. It's, it's them, that three works well. I'm not mm-hmm. saying Henderson can't do it, but yeah. we've seen it. And the reason I, oh, I think Genie wouldn't play is because I think he's knackered. He'd be goosed. But I just think the communication, the good games that Keita's played, Genie's been with him and Fabinho's been in that three as well. Um, I want to keep that momentum going, um, that communication going. I think they trust each other going forward and stuff. Like again, I, th- I do feel sorry for Henson. I don't think he's put a foot wrong. But then again, you've got one eye on, on Everton. And I think, not that you need to captain for the Everton game, I think I'd rather have someone fresh mm-hmm. to put on a defensive display, which Henson will do and cut out the midfield for Everton. No, that's fair. I mean, there's a talking point that I want to bring up because uh, last time I went to Anfield, it was Navy. Um, and it's one of them. We're, pl- we're back at Anfield for a Premier League game, so obviously we played at Old Trafford the other day, and then before that it was a Champions League game, we get up for them, the, the, the crowd is fantastic. But, for me, I want to know what this crowd's going to be like. I really want to see how Anfield's going to respond, because if it's nervy all the way through, I really wonder how the players are going to react to that. Obviously, we had last time it happened, Van Dijk was going, look, 
we need you to come behind us and help us. And I, whenever I go to Anfield, I, I sing for the whole of the game as much as I can. And I'm just wondering whether the fans are going to be up for it, Ben. Do you reckon that they're going to stay behind? Because say we don't score for 30 minutes and it starts getting nervy and mm. frustrating. Is What what effect do you think that will have on the players, if any? Well, I mean, all you've got to do is look at Leicester. The Anfield crowd is one of the most predict unpredictable things mm -hmm. but because the Leicester game is the perfect example of City had lost the night before and I arrived there basically expecting a real good atmosphere. Yeah. You know, we were really up. We scored dead early and then... It kind of tailed away even before Leicester had scored, just before half time. It, you know, the, there was quite a bit of moaning, and you know, it, it just didn't feel right. And then, obviously, as the second half went on, and we were still we were still level, and it was getting more frustrating. You you could see the effect that, that was having on the players, and in the end, Leicester had opportunities to win it as well. But then Bournemouth was dead good, yeah. so it's just so up and down. And I and I do think that on the back of Man United, really. I would, to be honest, unfortunately, I would expect another atmosphere like Leicester, mm -hmm. but you just don't know because then again, the crowd was so good against Bournemouth. I'm hoping that the majority of the people who went to Bournemouth and go into Watford as well, myself included, are going to go, well, I'd rather it be like Bournemouth than Leicester. Yeah. So so I'm going to sing, but I'm, I, you just never know. You just never know. With it. Well, we got asked to last time. Do you reckon it'll just happen organically? I, I think know. it might be both because there, there was some tweets doing the rounds, wasn't there? Like, get behind it, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to put that back up, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, well. um, I think it'd be different because City won't have played before us, and it's, it's yeah. that close to the point in it where we need to play our part regardless. So you can't speak for a whole, well, not the whole fan base, but everyone who's in that crowd, telling them, expecting them what, what they can do. Yeah. Um, but I think there'll be a point where we'll start something, but then the players again need to show us a performance to, to, to get behind as well. The Leicester and, remember, not the West Ham game, Leicester game didn't show. What we can do, mm -hmm. Bournemouth we did, and that's what you just play off each other. And that's what happens. I know we scored early and it died down, but then they just need to do the same again. I know it's dead easy to say go and score an early goal, or just give us some sort of encouragement that the attack's working again. Keep the because that's that's on, that's yeah. not helped yet. And with Bayern Munich, it never happened. But then Bayern Munich defensively were brilliant, and you don't, I don't think people don't think about that during the game. Going, oh, actually, yeah. they're, they're good. I mean, a, a factor into this, Leon, is is. Alice for making a few dodgy passes and that and, and stuff, but our defence lately has been quite good and I think that, that plays into a lot of nerves, but the fact that we've got three clean sheets in a row mm. and obviously you yeah, <coughs> talk about, oh, okay, two draws and we're kind of disappointed with that. It's nice to see, after a little spate of conceding a few goals in a game, we've kind of took that out of our game, especially with Van Dijk being back on the side, isn't it? Yeah, so it's a bit like the start of the season when the defence was doing really well and the attack wasn't clicking. We've yeah. kind of gone back to that now, um, which is great from a Liverpool point of view with the, the way the defence has been in the last few years. Um, Van Dijk coming back from that buy-in game as well has kind of shored things up a bit more. But I think now Liverpool need to kick on and they need to kind of get their attack working if they're going to get this title. Um, in terms of the crowd, I also think the defence could play a part because you look at that buy-in game and... One of the big moments was when Jordan Henderson just flies in with a tackle, yeah, yeah, halfway yeah. line, nothing really happening, and he flies in, the crowd goes mad. So that's going to be the type of thing. Liverpool need to come out straight away, yeah. need to get at Watford, and they need to get this crowd going, and the crowd needs to get them going. It's yeah. it's both both players and fans have to do it. Fans can't expect the players to do it. And likewise, I completely understand Van Dijk and Jurgen Klopp coming out and saying, you yeah. know, this is, this is silly now, because... I understand Liverpool fans want to win the title badly, but we're still one point ahead and exactly. everyone's talking about how good City are. Yeah. We're still ahead of them. Yeah, no, it, I, exactly. 
Exactly, it's a symbiotic thing, isn't it? Where you you've got to you've got to spare people on, and there's there is literally nothing better than when uh, the the best one for me was Arsenal, where Bobby Firmino gets the goal, and then everyone's up, yeah. and then I think that spares him on to to then rip about four <laughs> players and tuck it in the corner, and there's just something special about that, and it, it being cultivated since after Everton, I think obviously before it as well, but that Everton one gave us the rise of like now every single game. I expect us to carry on doing. I was really surprised against United. I was petered out because every game this season we 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 we've seen to just keep it moving and keep it going and 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 never give up because of that Everton thing. I I really really enjoyed it. Let's talk about Watford a little bit. The seventh in the league. The last ten games they've won six, drawn three, and lost one. And that loss was against Spurs. Um, they're off the back of a five-one win against Cardiff, mm-hmm. uh, and largely the same team that played us last time. Uh, Kiko Firmina, I think that's how you say it, uh, he played against us last time, but Jan Matt was in there that time. They played really well against Cardiff, didn't they? They were ben? very, very good. I watched yeah. it Friday evening. I watched the sort of the extended highlights on Sky because I thought, well, I knew they'd won it and I knew De La Faye would score a hat-trick and I thought, well, they're playing us. I'll tune it. I'll tune in. Um, they, no, they were really impressive. They play some really good football. They do, yeah. um, and it's funny because Watford don't they have a trend of basically changing the manager every season. I can't imagine that they'll be doing that this year because you at the moment they're seventh in the league. Um, again, we touched on it before about tiredness of the players. It'll be interesting. They've had a couple of days extra rest here, mm. um, and you know how how important will that be, especially when you for us when we've got when we played an intense game like Man United. We've got another intense game next weekend in Everton. You know how much of that of a factor will that be? You know this isn't this isn't an easy game at all no. for me. This is a this is a tough one. This is up there with the. The Wolves and the Leicester, that sort of you know area of the league, and you know, it's a no, it, it is. I mean, you look at some of the players in there, Leanne, Troy Deeney, seven and twenty-four, Delafeu six and twenty, Pereira six and twenty-five. Delafeu kind of bolstered that against against Cardiff. He got a hat trick. Troy Deeney got got two in that game. How do you think we're gonna cope with their wing play? Because Delafeu, like, obviously didn't really work at Everton and stuff, but. He's he, he's a good little player in there. Troy Deeney, in terms of holding up the ball and and letting people play off him is fantastic. Sometimes you watch him and you think, and he played really well against us as well. Do you think? Well, first off, what what do you think about Watford and how do you think we're going to combat that? I think you know, as as Ben said, they're a very very good team. They play good football, and um, I always I think I made this comparison before with other teams in the Premier League, but they kind of remind me of a Bournemouth type team mm-hmm. and a Crystal Palace. They've got a very very strong defensive picture. They've got two good defensive midfielders yeah. in um, Capu and Decore, yeah, yeah. and so that partnership and the the space they've got in front of them, and then the players like Will Hughes who can provide that link play and play off Troy Deeney. I think they've got such a good structure there that it's going to be very, very difficult to break down. And obviously that, again, plays into the frustration of the crowd. How Liverpool have to approach it, though, is they have to get their fullbacks right up the pitch. Yeah. Trent has to be pushing them back. Yeah. And we saw that with Mil- Milner against United, and it didn't quite work because of the, the deliveries, as we said earlier. But Trent has that capability. He has that sort of prowess in the final third. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we need to do. We need to get our fullbacks up so they can't attack. Yeah. Um, I do expect them to play quite counter-attacking football, just you know, hoof it up to to Dini, hold the ball, and that's going to frustrate people. But they did that against Cardiff. Like a few of their goals yeah. were off the breaks, off a corner and stuff. Ross and like we talk about uh, how good we have been defensively, we need to be really good at recycling play there, don't we? In terms of 
Right, they they're gonna sit back. You'd expect coming to Anfield. I mean, they have some great players. They're gonna hit that to Troy, Troy Deeney and then hope Delafeu can make the run off him. And 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 well, that's at least how I expect them to play. We should have enough there, though, really, in terms of Virgil Van Dijk's fantastic. If you expect John Matip to play, he's fantastic in the air. I think it's he's winning seventy four percent of his aerial duels. So if Troy Deeney has to pick one of them to stick with, and both of them are so strong there, but. How do you how do you see it going? Uh, well, first of all, I don't think we should use the Cardiff game as a marker no. because defensively they are shocking. Like they're yeah, yeah. championship like League yeah. One defensively, they're, they're terrible. I would, Watford will take confidence from that. Uh, the other thing as well is I don't remember Troy Deeney when we asked who's the best or hardest centre back, and it was Virgil Van Dijk. Yeah. He's like just can't get near him, but he pretty spells nice or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But psychologically, yeah. seriously, that's he's already got the edge on him there. Yeah. And Joe Matter, the way he's been playing, we mentioned before the run of games that he's had, the confidence he's going, the performances that he's put in. He's building confidence as well, so I think he's he, he's a cert for me to start. Uh, just even if Lovren's fit, it's it's Matic for me. Um, and then I think going on to the wingers, I think we are capable enough of and being used to counter-attacking teams, as you mentioned, of yeah. going. Well, we'll put our wings forward, but then that's the whole point of having the two in the field because they'll again the fluid formation thing. They'll just drop in and cover what and while well, they get back. So um, I think we've got enough quality and not disrespecting Card- uh, Watford at all. They are a very good team and a physical team as well. Yeah. Um, again, which is why I started for Bino and Genie because you know Genie can shove three players off the ball yeah. if he wanted to. We saw Robertson push Lukaku off the ball uh, yesterday. Um, I think they need to provide a threat, but I think we're, we're capable enough of controlling it. Yeah. Given the fact that, like you said before, of front three have been terrible. Well, this is the first time we've been able to go well, attacking. We've been crap, but our defence has been great. Yeah, that's a facet we've not had in ten years. Yeah, I mean, um, it, you, you're right about that midfield. That Decore, I properly, properly yeah. like him as a player. He is one of them just combative midfielders. I would like him at Liverpool. I'll be honest. I don't think he's got the the the, the quality really in terms of what we need, but. He's just so good as I'd I'd like him as a rotation player in there just to break stuff up. Um, yeah, it, it, for me it's it, it it is one of them. I think you're exactly right, Leanne, in terms of pushing our fullbacks up. It was the buying game and Robertson got ripped and it was the first time I'd seen any frailty from him and it got me worried. And I don't know why. I'm not worried. Robertson's amazing, but like it was just something of right. No, do what you're best at, mate, and pin them back and put balls in for us because. Like think about how many goals we've scored where Salah's just freeing on on the far side and Robertson picks him out with an unbelievable ball. I want to yeah. see that all day. And as much as Watford will counter attack us, I think I think we've got them. I really do. I'm always confident about Liverpool. I always think we're gonna win because we are absolutely fantastic. Um, another thing that was fantastic, if you like that little thing. Now basically we did a, an interview with Thomas Gronemark. Chris sat down with him. It was really really good. Proper eye opening into how he basically works with the club and what he does with the club and his, his longest throw. He's got the Guinness World Record for the longest throw and how that kind of came about. But yeah, here's a little clip from that. Um, yeah, it's box. So I just uh, yeah, took the phone and then listened to the answering machine and then it was Jürgen Klopp. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, Whoa. I was just totally... Uh, totally, of course, totally amazed. And a lot of people ha- have asked me, oh, didn't you think that it was someone who was making a fool of you? So, and I said, no, because I've heard uh, Jürgen's voice a lot of times on television. I could hear it, it was him. So um, I, I, I just said it to my wife. I tried to call him. Now it's just, you know, oh, <laughs> totally yeah, out of my mind. Him, yeah. yeah, 
and I called him, but he didn't take the phone because I think he was busy. Perhaps he also called me, you know, some minutes before and so. So I just thought, hey, I just want to go home and didn't make this call to, yeah, you know, so we have, yeah, quiet time and so, and so we can do it uh, without any disturbance and so. But then we're just driving, uh, and I was driving the car, and uh, my wife was sitting uh, next to me, and um, and then the phone rang, and then she took the phone, and then she said, "It's Jürgen." <laughs> <laughs> then I just took the car, and then I just drove out to a you know to a grass field or so, and then the, uh, my wife and the kids just went out on the grass Get field, away. <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was uh, standing here, sitting here and talking with Jürgen, and then he asked me, and he uh, asked me if I. Um, would like to come to Melwood the next week just for a meeting. And he told me he, even though Liverpool had a good season last year with the Champions League final and the fourth place, then they were very bad at throwing. So yeah, there's a little clip from it. It was funny as after we did this interview, the Bournemouth goal happened where it came from a throw-in and he, I think Chris messaged him or he gave Chris a message and he was like, I was made up with it because that shows it's all about smart throw-ins and the, the transitions through them and the movement in between and then literally the a few days after we did the interview and we put the interview out we scored a goal from that and it, it is very very interesting lovely man as well really really good stuff hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But yeah, let's talk about our preferred 11s. Um, Ross, yeah. you have gone with Alisson, mm-hmm. Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo. All of us have gone for that, to be fair. Then you've gone for the midfield of Genie, Fabinho, 4-2-3-1. Then you've gone Shakiri, Keita, Mane, Alonge, and then Salah up top. Why have you gone with that? Um, because I don't trust Origi or Storage. Is that it? Is Basically, uh, it's it's one, of the, one of the reasons. I don't think... We, we spoke about it before. Storage to come into that Liverpool side just wrecks it for me. And, is know, it the hand, fluidity I, stuff? I, yeah, he starts the fluidity, the work rate, mm-hmm. the fact you have to adapt your style to kind of suit him, which I know in hindsight you can say, you know, it's whatever, but... Again, he played against Chelsea, mm-hmm. and you can say, "Oh, he scored, he scored a screamer." Even to the point when you said, "Don't shoot," and he, he shot, and he, he scored. Yeah. Um, these these players that you, you try and replace Firmino with, you expect to step up. And I think, particularly against United, Klopp was disappointed. Not as much as he tried to blame other stuff, where you can look yeah. for excuses. Ultimately, some of the players let him down in in the performances, even the ones that started. Um, I don't really like Salah in the middle, preferring him out wide. But I think in this case, I want to see Shakiri. 
create because it's something that we lacked against Munich, something we lacked against Manchester United. And you've got uh, him on the I, right hand I, side. Yeah, I think he, I think he can provide that. But again, he, you know, we've mentioned a couple of times now. It's about switching up. So Kate might play in, play in the ten, but you can you see Genie in there as well? Not mm -hmm. not a direct ten. I know it'd be more more of an eight, but you can see him bombing forward and, and Kate getting back. Shakiri Salamani, like Ben said before. Just go and cause havoc. Go, go and show these Liverpool fans that you can go and destroy Watford. Yeah. And again, another statement, another chance to put a statement down and you know keep stay a point ahead in, in the league. Yeah. Um, Trent back in because he can provide quality balls into the box because I think Milner will probably be goosed from the Man United game. Um, we don't know if Lovren's fit or not at the time of recording, but again, as I said before, Matip has, has done enough for me. As you, even his third, fourth choice centre half, I think his quality can. Considering what we've been through in the past couple of years, if even your second choice centre half was crap, yeah, um, and he, I think he's done really well. No, that's fair. Leanne, last time you were on, did you pick a four-three-three or a four-two-three-one? I picked a four-two-three-one. You picked yeah. a four-two-three-one, so you're sticking with that. It like, is is that is that just <clears throat> why have you gone back to that two midfield? Is it the cover for the wings? Is that what it is? I think yeah, that's that's a factor, but it's also it kind of allows Cater to be a bit more free and, you've and got move him in the forward. 10. I've got him in the ten, yeah, and I I agree. I prefer Salah out wide, but I think this is the type of game we touched on it earlier with Cathcart and um, Mariapa and mm -hmm. how strong they are. And I think it's the type of game where Liverpool need someone who can move off them. They're not particularly fast, and so he can play little one-twos with Shakiri and Mane, feed off them and go in behind and run in behind. And that's what Liverpool need to do. Yeah. Whereas someone like Sturridge or Origi, what they offer Liverpool, they can do from the bench. So Salah, he needs that movement straight away. Sturridge, he can come on and he'll score a screamer, but he could do that in the 80th minute. He doesn't need to come on and, and be there from the first minute. Because against United, he wasn't pressing, and Liverpool really need to get at this Watford team. Yeah. Um, so I think you know, Cater, he has a license to roam in that number ten. He has a license to create, and that's what Liverpool need to do. I'd love to see him get that first goal for us as well. Mm. It'd be like we talking about Mo Salah being being in the centre, and then, but he always shifts over yeah. to that to that to that side anyway. So it'll be it'll be really nice to see that. I think uh, Ben, you've gone for a forty-three. You've stuck with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, could, it could be either, but yeah, yeah. But I guess it, it's the same players the that, same that players, Leanne yeah. have in there, but it's just set up to start with in a different way. Fabinho in the six, Genie and Cater as the eight. Yeah, I think, as Ross said before, it's a, it's a fluid thing. So, obviously, we trust Genie at this point to be able to drop in alongside Fabinho if he's playing an eight and basically turn that into a 4-2-3-1. So, mm -hmm. so it, 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 it's either or. I mean... It never, it never strikes me as long as for me as long as we we start with Salah and Shakiri because th you know given that given that again how little storage offered against Man United I'm not I'm not too bothered what formation we play I think we're probably more likely to play the four two three one because mm -hmm. we haven't really seen Shakiri in the four three three out wide. Um, have we sorry to interrupt? Have we seen Caton in ten this season? Have no, we, we it's been more of an yeah, yeah, yeah. But we we have seen Shakiri sort of in the ten, haven't we? In terms of breaking, yeah. So we're, sorry to interrupt you, Ben, but no, would you, do you reckon the, is there a case there for Cater to go on the wing and Shakiri to go in the ten? I don't think he was very good on the wing. He played mm. Case played yeah. on the wing against Palace, uh -huh. and it, it, look, he was fine. But again, I think right now it's all about improving the confidence of Cater and, mm. and helping him. And I think. Playing him on the left again isn't going to help his cause. I think you, here again, as we touched on before, we've got we're playing a team. We're going to have a lot of the ball against. I, I don't see don't don't mess around with it in a way. Just just playing where he should be most comfortable. Yeah. I, I, you know, going back to a bit about Watford. Sometimes these games can actually suit us. That the likes of Watford and Bournemouth and, and plays like that because they don't just sit 
low block and park the bus. They, they try to have a go and when, they, when they've not got the quality to really play expansive football to the quality that we can, mm -hmm. there's a bit more space for us to, to manipulate and, yeah. and create a lot more chances. And, and that's another reason as to why this game will suit cater if you're playing a bit more centrally. No, that's, that, that, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've gone with Hendo Fabinho as my 4-2-3-1, that midfield. And I've put Hendo in there purely because I really feel like Genie's played too much football this shout. season. Um, I Everton at the weekend as well. Do you know what I mean? And I, I really feel like it's one of them. Henderson and Fabinho have been good in there together as well. That we I can't remember what game it was, but they played really well. Obviously, Hendo, uh, Genie Fabinho... That's the best. That is really just unbelievably good, and I enjoy seeing that. But I, I just feel like Henderson can do that job just as well. Um, he, he's a good little breakup player, and it kind of lets Fabinho go a bit more further forward. And I'd like to see, I'd like to see them balls over the top. We, we haven't really spoke about Sadio Mane. Um, I really feel like he's going to step it up here. He was the one who. When Salah wasn't playing well, when Bobby wasn't playing well, it was him doing the business there, and. He was just anonymous in the United game for me. I really feel like if we let them drop in a bit more, so I've got Mane and Shaqiri on the wings with Salah up top, I'd want to see them drop in, let Keaton and Salah be like the, the link in the middle. That Firmino's so good when he's in that 10, picking the ball up and turning and, and feeding people. But I want to see Shaqiri and Mane drop in. Mane's the one who runs at people. Shaqiri's the one who plays the ball over the top to Mane and stuff like that. I... I I really like this 4-2-3-1. Um, the 4-3-3 obviously has its benefits and stuff, and yes, it is fluid, but I just feel like if if we can... That was when Shaqiri was at his best for me, when he first came into the side, and we just kind of let him have the ball and then play off people, and Bobby Firmino is a blow, and like we're working off the assumption that he's not playing, and it's it's massive. I wouldn't risk him anyway. Yeah, we wouldn't play him at all, even if no. he was. No, he's seen. He's had some sort of knock. He last left Old Trafford on crutches. Yeah, to he, rush he him rolled back. his ankle. Yeah, to yeah. rush They're him back. Then ones where he, yeah. like, he just exacervates it. You're gonna play him on as well. Wednesday. Wednesday. You just Same. need a few days. Is it, as long as you, like I've done it on nights out. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I've done it, and where you wake up the Throwing next morning shapes, and it's like what? Yeah, having a good boogie. So you're not falling downstairs? No, 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 no. Just just when you've. Just when, just when you stumble or whatever, <laughs> but you, you, but you know, you, you know, you've, you know what I mean. You wake up yeah. the next day yeah. and you can barely walk on it. You just need a few days to get over it. I think with the with the Everton game at the weekend, just, just, just keep him ready for that. No shouts for Milner. No, I think no. he needs no one. Do you reckon he? Do you reckon he? If he doesn't <coughs> play this one, he comes in for Everton. Like you're talking about the combative stuff. Do you reckon he comes in there for that? At some level, I don't think he'll start because I think Trent is a certain, you know, his local lab. He plays in the side derby. Mm -hmm. Again, it all depends on injuries and whatever. But I'm talking about midfield, not even. Yeah, combat. well, even midfield though. Even again, if he's injuries, yeah. But I think Genie, Cater, Fabinho, Henson are all ahead of him yeah, in midfield. Um, but again, I think there's a case if someone's. Again, knackered, 60, 70 minute. I think he, he plays a part. Particularly, well, if you're losing, again, his experience comes into play of going, actually, you know, lad, step it up because he plays a big role in doing that. And again, equally, if, if, you, if you're winning his experience at this business end of the season, particularly for City, mm -hmm. going up, he knows mentally what to do. Uh, and he'll bring that in game management. He'll just say, either calm, calm the fuck down or let's go and push on yeah. for something. No, that's, that, that's fair. I mean, the same day as us, we've got some rival fixtures. Arsenal play Bournemouth, Arsenal at home, Chelsea versus Spurs, that's gonna be that's gonna be a mad one. Uh, Palace versus Man United and then Man City versus West Ham are playing at the same time of us. Leanne, we spoke at the very start, we need to bounce back from the United stuff. 
we need to now we can't really afford any more slip-ups. You expect Man City there to go and beat West Ham. We just need to go out, don't we, and, and, and stay at the top. We've, we've earned this one point at the top by us being just unbelievably brilliant and overperforming, in my opinion. We just need to carry that on, don't we, and, and, and keep the pressure on City, even though we're ahead. Yeah, I think it, the United game's a weird one because it was actually, I was very frustrated after the game just because of the manner of the performance. But a lot of people are saying, you know, at this point in the season, if if at the start of the year you'd said Liverpool are going to be top in February by a point against this Manchester City yeah. team, you'd have bitten your hand off. And a point at Old Trafford is never, ever a bad point, but it was the manner of the performance. Yeah. It was the frustration overshadowing that point. And Klopp was furious the whole 90 minutes. I've never seen him like that before. Um, so he needs to kind of channel that and, and channel it into the players to get them riled up for this game. And I think we need to see a performance like Bournemouth where Cater is bursting through the lines. Yeah. We were talking earlier about how he's the creative link. And, for example, his ball for Bobby in the build-up to that third goal against Bournemouth was brilliant. And that's where players like Shakiri and Mane need to step up and respond now. Yeah. Um, because we didn't have that against Manchester United. There were no runners. Um, but I think it's, it's kind of the prime opportunity because Merseyside Derby coming up, the fans are going to be up for that. The players will always be up for that. Yeah. This is the in-between. In this is the one, actually, that you're kind of more nervous for than a Merseyside derby yeah. because it's it's all on the players to respond. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree with that. I mean, Ben, do you see West Ham doing us any kind of favours or is it is it on us? I think... Um, I don't think City were great yesterday mm -hmm. in the cup final. Um, you know, and they, like we discussed in the office before, you know, they played an extra half an hour. Yeah. Fernandinho went off injured. Laporte went off injured. Where they're up to, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's out of the question. I, I think City, I think I expect City to win, as I always do when they're at home. Um, but, you know, West Ham can be quite hot and cold. They tend to, they don't tend to be as good as away as they are at home. And obviously this is at City. Um, but also you've got the fact that Pellegrini coming back, he, he won't want to just roll over really. Because um, at the time, you know, when he, when he left, Man City was pretty much let go of for no reason other than yeah. they were going to get Guardiola. So I imagine there's a little bit of... You know, he'll feel as if he's got something to prove. Overall, you know, I expect Go Up City to go out and win. But the last time, the last time we actually played in parallel with City um, was Boxing Day when they lost to Leicester, um, and you know, and that that helped the crowd a that lot. You know, when, when that was good, wasn't it? Um, so, so you know, it could be the same. But I, I do expect City to win. You know? And then obviously, I mean, used to do the around the league show, fantastic. Go and watch that as well. But you will be speaking about Chelsea and stuff like that. Got a special guest this week, Tom. Oh, uh, could it be? <laughs> yeah, Ta-da! Yeah, um, boss. Um, but yeah, Chelsea v Spurs. Do you reckon we need to even think about that one? I mean, Spurs. Um, Spurs didn't didn't do themselves any favours, did they? By by losing to Burnley, I don't know what's going to happen with Pochettino. He's going to get a, a, a game ban. I think it might be too soon for that, mm. that to come in. Um, for the strikes of their heads have gone in some respects, and again, Chelsea after yesterday. Who knows? Who's in goal? Uh, but Kepa's playing up front um, yeah. <laughs> just because he feels like yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but they've got massive problems going on. I, I think Spurs have lost far too many games now to be considered uh, up until the weekend. I said definitely you can't you can't write them off, um, which again is kind of no pun intended spurred us on yeah. to kind of push our levels and put cities push their levels as well. I mentioned this morning that thing with uh, Neil Atkinson of just saying stop yeah. saying people are bottlers or people are, are rubbish. This is the yeah. best yeah. Premier League race to the standard 
or even to well being before the Premier League that there's ever been. Yeah. And obviously certainly in our lifetimes it's the best ever been. You need to appreciate that we've got good quality teams around us. Um but Chelsea Spurs, well someone's got to drop points at some level, haven't they? So yeah. it's fine. That's no. kind of it's quite a nice fixture for us to be honest. Yeah. No, it is fair. I mean score predictions, Ben? Um three one Liverpool. Two nil Liverpool. Nice clean sheet. Two nil, yeah. Two <laughs> nil? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four nil. Fuck. I reckon that our attack's just gonna click. I really do. I feel like I thought that I'd want to sound too arrogant now going, Yeah, we'll smash him. No, I really want to. No, I think I think we've got it in our locker. I think we really are good at football. Um we've just come up against two fantastic defences in the past few days and Watford are not as good defensively. What was it, thirty four? Four goals conceded. Thirty-five, yeah. Thirty-five goals conceded this season. Let's add another four on top of that, and and keep steamrolling and go on to the Merseyside derby with <laughs> massive smiles on our faces. I cannot wait. But yeah, let us know your score predictions in the comments below. Let us know who you want to play. Let us know if you agree or disagree with everything we've talked about. We haven't even talked about Lallana. Tell us what you think. I'm guessing the answer is no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, thank you everyone for watching. Um, yeah, it's just nice to not talk about a nil-nil. That really just, yeah, I didn't like that. But yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Thank you everyone on the couches. Go and watch the Around the League. It is, yeah, it, it's good. They're getting all, they're going to talk about loads of stuff about I'm Chelsea. Talk about yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually, it's mad. It is unbelievable. But yeah, go, go and watch that. And uh, we'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.